Well, hello and welcome to Noah's Window. This morning I have a question for you. Do you remember a time, maybe it was just recent, where you were busy doing what you were supposed to be doing and someone suddenly cut you off or pushed you aside or jumped ahead of you, uh, whatever the situation was? Um, maybe it was at work or maybe it was on the road. Whatever it was, you felt this thing rise up within you that was an indignation. It was something in you saying, that's not fair. That shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't be. That's what I want us to look at today um, because this is what happened to 10 of the 12 disciples um, in the book of Matthew chapter 20. So if you go to the book of Matthew chapter 20, I would encourage you to get it and then read, read in between because I'm going to leave a few cracks in here. I hope that you'll go back and fill in those blanks. But first you need to see back in verse 17, Jesus is telling the disciples about the very serious things that are about to happen, that he's about to die. He goes over details with them of what's going to happen to him and what they're going to do to him, and then he's going to die, and then he's going to be raised from the dead. So in that environment, the very next section we have uh, of a mother of two of the disciples, James and John, who are also known as the Sons of Thunder, by the way, but their mother comes to Jesus and makes a special request. And you'll find this in verse 20. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. And what is your request, he asked, Jesus asked. She replied, in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. Now, I'm going to encourage you to go get your Bible in Matthew chapter 20 and find out what Jesus said in reply. Because I want to jump down to another section relating to what just happened. Because in verse 24, the Bible tells us when the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. They said, this isn't fair. What were they thinking? She was asking that for them to you know, move ahead, be one on the right, one on the left. Uh, who, who was she to, to ask such a thing for two of these disciples? So in that environment, Jesus called them all together. And this is what he told them. First of all, he tells them about what the rulers of the world do. So let's jump in in verse 28. Well, let's back up to 24. Okay, so when the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, or rather their mother asked, but that makes me think that James and John put her up to it, maybe. Uh, okay, so when the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lorded over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Now, here I want to switch over to the Amplified Version because I think it has a lot more clarity. So Jesus said, It's not this way among you, lording over other people. But whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your willing and humble slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, in, in brackets, paying the price to set them free from the penalty of sin. So again, what I love about Jesus' answer is he's always set the example for us first. And so Jesus says, I, I know you're used to thinking in a certain way. And in the world we're living in, you do whatever it takes to get to the top. You shove people down, you cut in line, you you whatever it takes to get to the top, that's what you do. You lord it over other people. But Jesus says, among you it's going to be different. Because if you want to be first, you need to be a servant. You need to be humble. So if you want to become great 
then you need to be a servant of others. That's how to become great in God's economy. And again, Jesus is the example. He said, because the Son of God, he laid down his life as a ransom. Now, remember just before this whole episode, Jesus was explaining what was about to happen. Did they fully comprehend all of it at this point? Probably not. But maybe they weren't listening very well. Uh, But in any event, what we have here is Jesus is saying, um, serving is what's most important. Now, in our economy, um, we have something I'll call purpose indoctrination. Maybe we're not aware of it, but we do. And you'll see this You'll see this in just about every commercial, every uh, television show, all the media that's coming at you. You're being indoctrinated with this kind of thought uh, process. You should um, dream about indulging yourself. You know, do what you need to do for you. Then you need to follow that dream of indulging yourself. And then you destroy anyone who comes in your way. And that is what our world teaches us about how to be great. But that isn't what the Lord teaches us. If you want to be great among us, among God followers, we want to be a servant. We want to serve others. So I hope that's a good focus for us today as we're going through our day. You know, what a surprise to others when instead of demanding that we be on top and pushing people aside, if instead we become servants and gracious and kind and helping others up the way, don't you think that that's going to be Uh, startling in this world that's going to make us shine as bright lights uh, in this world so I hope that we can do that as God followers today that we can be different and not like those around us that are pushing others aside to get ahead hope that encourages you today whatever you're doing wherever you're going to be spending your day today I hope that will be an encouragement let's have a word of prayer oh father thank you so much first of all for loving us so much that you were willing to lay aside all the glories of heaven to come down in humble circumstances to live a life for us and then lay down that life so that we could be forgiven of all of our sins and so that we could have eternal life we can't even begin to comprehend the magnitude of your gift much less match it or repay it in in any any way that we can in this flesh except that we want to turn around and give ourselves back to you and we want to serve faithfully. We want to serve you faithfully. And in serving you faithfully, you've asked us to serve others and help us to be faithful in doing that even today, Father. I pray that you give us opportunities to demonstrate that we can serve others so that someday in your kingdom we will be great. Um, but in this kingdom, we want to be servants too. We want to represent you well. I pray that you bless each one watching or listening today, that you would guide their steps, guard their hearts. Lord, please guard our thoughts that we'll, we know will come out in words. And we want to please you in everything we think so that we'll please you in everything we say and do today. And we want to live for your glory and honor. For each one that's watching or listening, I pray that you'd wrap your arms of love around them. Draw them close to you. Give us strength and guidance and wisdom today as we live our life. And we're going to trust you for all the outcomes. And we'll give you all the glory. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I do hope you have a wonderful day, fellow servant, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time on Noah's Window. God bless.